Jeremy Podcast, everybody. Uh, this is the 420 special. Happy 420 to everybody out there. Eh? Um, it's uh, a significant day to certain people around the world. It is the birth of Hitler. And if you're celebrating for that reason, you know, good for you, whatever. That's not why everybody else is celebrating. I'll beat around the bush a little bit with this one. But it's 420, everybody. We made it. Yeah, another year. Well, wait. Hold on. I've got some shit going on in my headphones. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Oh, shit. Oh, I forgot to forgot uh, to mute some shit. <sighs> Fuck, I've got ash all over my microphone now. Whatever. How you all been this week, guys? There's been some music out and about, and uh, it is the 420 special, so we're going to take it easy this fucking time, you know? Um, let's just uh, relax and have some fun and chat some music and uh, bits and bobs. Fucking, uh, if you hear Tony Bennett play at any point, um, some of you will know what to do. Uh, it's... You know, a reference to the what I consider one of the one of the best podcasts ever. Hey, can we come out and say that one of the best podcasts that ever existed was the Church of What's Happening Now with Joey Diaz? Um, I miss that fucking show. Um, I used to get down with it every fucking episode. It was psychic, hilarious. Ah, do yourselves a favor and um, you know listen to this podcast because we kind of you know fucking current and relevant or something. I don't know. It's about music and stuff. But The Church of What's Happening Now is a fantastic podcast. Um, hilarious if you like old stories. It, they, they call it The Church of What's Happening Now, but it's really The Church of uh, What Happened to Joey Diaz in the fucking 80s, really. Um, but anyway, uh, for those of you that are church members already, you'll know what I fucking mean when I say kick that fucking muley and we play Tony Bennett and we all take a little bit of a break and um, uh, reconvene. You know, why not? It's fucking Hitler's birthday. I mean, it's 420. It should be uh, celebrated worldwide for um, various reasons. Uh, so let's just get this party started, guys. Let's fucking kick that fucking muley. I want to be around to... Pick up the pieces when somebody breaks your heart. Some somebody twice as smart as I. A somebody who will swear to be true. Alrighty. <coughs> Fucking, uh, yeah, let's get this one started. This one's going to be a fun little one, isn't it, guys? Um, you guys had a great week out there. It's been fucking, you know, kind of casual. All quiet on the Western Front in my world, really. Um, been working things around the house and, uh, you know, jamming a little bit. Uh, it's, you know, putting together some few ideas with, um, with uh, obviously, Jam Room Podcast royalty Liam and our good friend Patrick. He's on drums. Liam's um, 
you know, doing some vocals and bass and we're putting together a few songs. We're getting there, you know, we're in our infancy for this little project, but um, hopefully I have some stuff to show you guys soon. But it's just always good, you know, it's always the, the, the most fun you can have with music is things that no one will ever hear, usually. The greatest songs ever written and the greatest riffs will probably um, go completely unrecognized and unknown because it happened in a room with a bunch of dudes, maybe on a 420 kind of scenario, um, and no one recorded it, no one bothered to remember it or whatever, and it was just a fucking fun time. So for all you musicians out there, you know, you'll agree. The, the most fun you can have with your pants on is, you know, getting into that flow state and having some jams and having some fucking fun with loud music. For God's sake, it's got to be loud. It's got to consume you, all that sort of shit. Had that over the weekend and it was fantastic. So we'll see if we've actually got anything to put together. It should be fun. And, uh, you know, stay tuned for all that sort of stuff. But... You know, we're here to talk about uh, music, aren't we? So let's do some music reviews for the week, guys. Um, I didn't really check out a lot, but uh, we'll get into it. It's, uh, you know, it was Post Malone this week, eh? He bought out a new single uh, called Chemicals or something, or Chemistry, something like that. Um, guys, I like Post Malone. You know, when we were jamming on the weekend, my amplifier looked like, you know, Post Malone playing a guitar. There was just like... You know, I don't know, I want to say like 10 empty beer cans on top and, you know, looking like trash. But I like Post Malone. He's a rock star. He's the real deal. And he's got that weird tremolo-y thing that he does with his voice that I don't think anybody else really does quite like him. Um, but this song's trash, guys. Good Lord. Fucking Chemicals by Post Malone. I don't know what corporate sort of uh, demon tapped on his shoulder, but it ain't looking good. It's uh, it's a downhill slope if he keeps on pursuing this kind of bullshit. Uh, I don't know what to tell you. It sounds just like a pop song, and they're just abusing his little weird tremolo trick to make sure you know it's fucking Post. you got to know it's him, because he's got some weight behind it. That's the whole marketing strategy, but this song's garbage. Have a, have a listen to this. Like... You know, and it's the 420 episode, so I'm going to play longer clips than I normally would, because fuck it, I don't give a shit. Here's Chemicals by Post Malone. See if this is any cool. If this is any cool? Oh, i got to edit that fucking thing out. See if this is cool. Yeah, so I don't know about that one. Um, love Post Malone, but good Lord. That's just got corporate nonsense written all the fuck over it. And uh, I don't like it. I don't like it. And they're doing that stupid trick with his voice way too much just to prove a point. I don't... Yeah, it, it was tasteful at one point. But, uh, but not anymore. Not anymore. 
Anyway. It's an interesting thing with these guys, how they, you know, get a name for themselves based on whatever unique aspect they bring to the game. And then for some reason, it just gets ironed out towards, you know, sort of the, just the tail end of their peak of their career, I guess, money speaking, you know, money wise. And then they always have a resurgence back at the end of their life, um, which is what we're talking about for our next artist, a resurgence at, a, at the end of their I don't want to say that, but you guys know what I'm talking about. It's Metallica. I said we'd talk about it, so here we are talking about it. Fucking um, 18 years is the album, 72 seasons. Um, and, it, and it dropped, and I was wrong. It's not an eight-track album. It is a 12-track album. And, uh, you know, just over an hour or so, something like that, an hour 15. So it's, it's a decent length of an album. Uh, I don't know. Did you guys get a chance to check this one out? Metallica? People that are obviously sort of um, riding a bit of a wave right now for, from a, like a nostalgic sort of resurgence or whatever. But I don't know. The young kids are, are enjoying uh, Metallica because of whatever bullshit they, um, they did on Stranger Things, I think it was. Whatever. Yeah. So, you know, Master of Puppets came back into the fray for some reason. And I don't really understand why because nothing else has really popped off like that as far as Metallica's discography goes, but they got a new album out, so maybe something will change. Uh, this album is kind of... this. Uh, yeah, what? We'll see. Fucking... Guys, let's... Whatever. Fucking kick that fucking mule I want to be around To pick up the pieces when somebody breaks your heart Some somebody twice as smart as I A somebody All right, so this Metallica album, um, it's riffy. <coughs> it's riffy. Uh, in a way that, like, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on. So Metallica have had this wild, wild journey as far as their career goes. And I've been following it for a while. And as far as I can tell, the the best original songs they ever wrote were on S&M. And um, I don't know, maybe not. There's a few others peppered around. But, uh, but the best album they ever released was Garage Inc., which was full of covers. Which is a great album. They, like, we should have another fucking Metallica cover album again in the future, hey guys? Just them doing better versions of the fucking the songs that they uh, they cover, right? Because that's definitely what Garage Inc. was. Great fucking album. If you haven't had a chance to check it out, I highly recommend it. But they are born out of thrash, right? So if you listen to their original shit like Kill 'Em All and their demos before that or whatever, very thrashy, right? Fast guitars, fucking whatever. Nothing. But still, great choruses and all that sort of shit. Hetfield still had a fucking knack for wicked vocals, yeah? We can all agree on that. Um, then they went through the period that really got them famous, which was the albums after Kill 'Em All, right? We're talking about Ride the Lightning, Justice for All, Master of Puppets, in that sort of realm, right? That period, the 80s period of Metallica, yeah? Cool. We're all up to date with that sort of shit. Those albums are the ones that are responsible for them getting really, really fucking big because by the time they released the Black Album, 
A lot of fans hated that album because they already had a huge fucking fan base, right? They were, they were massive from those albums previous, right? And all those albums were huge because of, like, ballads, right? Like, if you look back at, like, Ride the Light, you've got, like, Fade to Black, and then you got that instrumental at the end of the album. What was that called? Call, call of the fucking Indian War, war fucking tribal bullshit. Whatever, Cthulhu? Call it whatever that fucking bullshit instrumental was at the end of Ride the Lightning. That had a lot of clean guitars, big build-ups, all that sort of stuff. There was some epic ballads going on, right? Um, you had fucking... Uh, what did we have in Master of Puppets that was kind of like that? Well, nothing really comes to mind. But, and Justice for All had that all the way through it. You had one, right? You had those uh, other instrumentals. There was a lot of clean shit in there. Anyway, what I'm trying to say is there is literally a fraction of a percent of the amount of clean guitar in this new album compared to their previous shit. So I don't know what they're trying to recapture. After the fucking, the era of the 80s in, in Metallica's history, uh, they went into this experimental period. You know, they had the, the Black Album, which was just sort of full of bangers. It was typical Metallica. I don't know why people hated it, but, you know, it is what it is. Then they went into the Load and Reload era. And Garagic, tremendous. Really experimental sort of shit. Some of my favorite songs come from that era, right? I've talked about this before. And likewise with St. Anger, some of the grooviest riffs and weird shit in that album. You know, Metallica was different. That's what I'm trying to say. They definitely changed, right? But in the recent sort of history, they've gone back to their thrash bullshit. And they've kind of combined the riffage, like the riffage focus of their songs, um like St. Anger, they've kind of done that, but they've tried to put it in a more of a thrashy, kill em all kind of context, and I don't really get what's going on, guys. It's a weird album. It's a weird album. It's just riffs after riffs, um, and then kind of vocals peppered in there that don't mean anything, and it's fucking Lars Ulrich's lack of groove all the way through it, and a ton of wah solos from Kirk Hammett, and it sounds like he's trying to recreate solos from the past, like nothing screams at you from these fucking solos not that i like for guitar solos anyway they stupid to me but you know it's metallica so you got to hear something right whatever anyway the only little bit of clean guitar i could find was like six minutes towards the end of the album in the very last track um which i forget what it's called but the last track of the album um, has finally some clean guitars and this whole section i don't know just reminds me of just fucking Amateur sort of jamming, sort of mucking around. I don't know. Hopefully they're inspiring kids to do better than this. But uh, this is what it sounds like.
pretty long so you could hear that guitar solo uh leading into it but you know does the only clean guitar so that, that they've gone against all their ballads from the 80s and stuff that made them really really cool and they've just gone into this sort of uh riff collage style band that's all they are right now is a riff collage but whatever what the fuck ever guys it, it's 420 we're hanging out we're just having a little fun here um i don't know how you guys feel but uh, it might be time to fucking should we should we do it one last time, and then we get into the last little bit of this podcast and, and polish her off? Yeah, all right. Why the fuck not? Kick that fucking mule, Lee. I want to be around to pick up the pieces when somebody breaks your heart. Some somebody twice as smart. As I A somebody who Will swear to be true As you used to do with me Who'll leave you to learn That misery loves company Wait and see I mean I want to be around To see how he does it When he breaks your heart to bits <laughs> Alright, welcome back Um, I realise I might not have explained at the start of this podcast And if I did, I'm just repeating myself But whatever, it's 4.20 um, that when I say kick that mule, Lee, I'm referring to the Lee Sayat, Joey Diaz's co-host from the church of what's happening now. I'm trying to bring it down to that kind of vibe. Um, and uh, I don't know if I explained that before, but um, full disclosure, he has blocked me on Twitter from many, 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 many years ago when the church was, uh, was going on. Lee was trying to do some comedy or whatever, and uh, he went on Twitter and posted some photos of whatever. And if you've ever seen Lee Sayat, I was completely justified in these jokes. I made fun of his massive head. He's got a massive head, and then I made a joke about it, and he blocked me and got upset about it. So I do apologize to Lee Sayat, but not really. I mean, I don't know. He was trying to do comedy at the time, but, you know, couldn't take a fucking joke about his massive, retarded-looking head. Anyway, probably wasn't a great joke, so that's probably why he blocked me anyway. But whatever. Just thought I would address that for, for no reason. We're coming to the end of the podcast, guys, and it's 4.20, and, you know, 4.20 might mean a lot to a lot of different people, you know, Nazis out there and um, just regular folk like us that are just trying to have a good time on 4.20, right, and relax and forget the troubles of the world. 
Um, and I remember when I first started getting into the 420 shit, um, every now and then you'd listen to stoner fucking music, right? Um, so I thought I'd finish the podcast with the best of the fucking stoner music, uh, for, at, at least from my early 2000s experiences. Um, so yeah, we're going to end this podcast with Bone Thugs, guys. Um, it's 420. Have a fucking great week out there, guys. We'll get our extra episodes about the, you know, greatest breakdowns and all that shit going on soon. Um, but for now, you know, have a great time out there. Enjoy the rest of your fucking week. You're about to listen to some great weed songs from fucking uh, the Bone Thugs. Uh, take care now. Bye bye then. Just been smoking and smoking, smoke another blunt, roll another up. You know the wicked really ease your mind. Every time I smoke a reaper, that didn't know how to make Smith fly. If everybody smoked the blunt, really the mind of work could be a better place. If everybody took a break and we all just get wasted. Smoke down, down, down. Smoke down, down, down. Choke down, down. Pull another O. I'm out of familiar, my scribbler, and I never knew nothing.
flow and as live as the bone The kick it as strong as me Be ripping the bone like me Can hit it as long as me And when I need to free my mind I can find Satisfaction in the bag of weed Everything I need Leave it to the trees It can make me feel better And every day I wake Nigga rolling up blunts And more blunts And more blunts And I keep a case of Swiss and sweets In the drugs So when I'm rolling Smoking Joking, just floating through the city in a drop top, clock cock, rolling, just rolling. Me and Mary Jane, that's my world, that's my thing. The way she penetrates my brain, Buddha didn't bless me with gang. Good gang, you wanna chop it up? We can kick it, smoke a fatty to the dome. Nigga lay hot, dug out, smoking all night long. Uh, for those of you still with us, congratulations. Uh, I do realise I'm not actually recording this on 4.20, by the way. Uh, it's a, a day or so earlier. Uh, I'm busy on 4.20, so I'm not going to get a chance to release this. I thought I'd just party earlier. Um, but if you've made it this far and you've listened to that sort of shit, here's another one. Eh, fuck it. It's not really about weed, but whatever, guys. Fucking have yourselves a great week out there. It's uh, it's a 4.20 episode of the Jam Room Podcast. Tell your friends. Ah, this was fun. What the fuck ever. What's up, nigga? What you need? I need some weed. Oh, man, I don't even fuck with the weed no more, man. Oh, hell no, man. I got this new shit, man. This shit called ecstasy, man. Ecstasy. What? Nigga, this the shit, man. I'm telling you, nigga, this shit had you on the level with your female and everything, nigga. Look, I'm gonna give you one of these motherfuckers that you try this motherfucker out, man. And I bet you be calling me tomorrow talking about you want some more of this shit, man. I'm telling you, shit had you on the level, man. You need to put that weed down. Fuck with this shit, boy. I'm telling you, boy. This I'm nigga tiny boy, see how you on the this level? Fuck it, give me what the motherfuckers did, man. Yeah, take that one and call me in the morning, nigga. Bitch, 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 cause we floating in ecstasy. Ah, feel so good, bitch, 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 cause we floating in ecstasy. Ah, feel so good, bitch, 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 cause we floating in ecstasy. Ah, feel so good,
Fucked up and still, and they know my pockets. 